Welcome to the Kankle Fritz and Friends Podcast. Hey, it's Kankle Fritz. Welcome to the podcast. And if you missed today's show, well, here's what happened. We're talking about the uh, the COVID-15 and whether you gained it or not. And how have you been able to lose the weight? Love to know. Hey, I think weight loss stories are very inspiring because it's not easy. It's It's a total battle. It's like... I know I shouldn't eat that, but boy, it looks good. (laughs) (laughs) Next thing you know, you're into it, you know? Yep. Kathy is with us. You lost some weight. Tell us. I wasn't calling as a shout out for myself because I lost 40 pounds because I had that heart attack. But my daughter, I'm really proud of her, my oldest. She was like over 200 pounds and she's lost like 60 pounds. Wow. I am so proud of her. She was doing that keto diet. The keto? Yeah. I would think for you, keto doesn't work for heart issues because that's a lot of things that are bad for your heart, right? Well, no, not necessarily. Um, You're just not supposed to eat sugar. Sugar is bad for you. Well, that is true. Sugar is bad for you. Yeah. But isn't it kind of like an updated Adkins, guys? Isn't that what keto is? Yeah. Yeah. It's really, Kathy's right. It's focused on keeping your blood sugar low. Right. Which I'm not good at. So anything that's got sugars in it, like even fruit, right? Supposed to steer clear of that stuff? Mm -hmm, Gotcha. mm -hmm. Um, You can't eat like white things like potatoes. Um, You can eat cottage cheese. Mm -hmm. High protein. Well, hey, you've lost Mm -hmm. 40 pounds yourself. That's awesome, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It makes you feel better too, actually. And if you're eating keto, you can have bacon. (laughs) Is that true? Yeah, you sure can. Yes. <laughs> Any kind of meat. Yes. Bacon, yes. I mean, if, if yeah. bacon's involved. <laughs> You're all about it. for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A 92-year-old lady moved into a nursing home yesterday. Her husband of 70 years recently passed away. That's what made this move necessary. Mm-hmm. Edward Kankel, Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. And after many hours of waiting patiently in the lobby of the nursing home, she smiled sweetly when she was told that her room was ready as she maneuvered her walker to the elevator. This is from the person that's telling this is the person that's helping her out. He says, I provided a visual description of her tiny room. She said, I love it. Miss Jones, you haven't even seen the room. Hmm. That doesn't have anything to do with it, she replied. Happiness is something you decide on ahead of time. Whether I like my room or not doesn't depend on how the furniture's arranged. It's how I arrange my mind. Mm. Is that profound or what? Yeah. It depends on how you arrange your mind. Choose joy. Yeah. It's exactly Mm -hmm. it. You're choosing to arrange things that way. And, you know, I think about someone her age... You're losing, for someone that's losing control, right? I mean, you're going into an environment where things are structured for you. And to have that outlook? Wow. Yeah. What a gift that is to the people around you. I say that from experience. My father-in-law had a similar situation. It was time. He needed to more care than Roger's mom could provide. And I knew he did not want to leave his home but he knew it would bring Roger's mom, my mother-in-law, joy if he if she knew he was happy. Mm. And so he vocalized it every day, every day, several times a day. He'd just say, I'm just so happy. And I knew every time he had made a choice to find joy. Mm, that's so good. Beautiful. That is awesome. Mm, what a gift that was to her and the rest of us, really. Absolutely. 
you know, we can apply this in, I mean, every situation in our life when things aren't exactly the way we want them to be. Yeah. How has God helped you have a positive state of mind? Or I guess you could say, look at the bright side of things. <laughs> That's not easy. Love to know how God has done that. But it, what a powerful statement for her. It, mm. what depend, it's how I arrange my mind. That's what <laughs> matters. Love to get your take. 888-888-9976. I am looking for a hiding place in our house. Do you know of any good ones in yours? Can you make any recommendations? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you trying to hide? Okay. I ran across this recipe online that looked really good for, it was, it's like, a, you know, the, the Rice Krispie Treats? Yep. It's like that, but you make it with golden grams. Ooh, and, that's probably good. Yeah, chocolates. <laughs> Uh, chocolate chips. And so I got all the ingredients, brought them home, and I said, don't touch the golden grams. I'm going to make dessert bars with them later. Next day, I am here at work, and I get a message from my husband. And he's like, uh, by the way, I had a couple of bowls of golden grams for breakfast. <laughs> and I said, I specifically asked you not to eat those because right. I wanted to make something with them. It was just a couple of bowls. I'm like, but I know what your bowls are like. You basically pour mixing bowls for yourself. <laughs> oh, no. So there's not enough left to do what I wanted to do with them. Are you kidding me? And so I, I had forgotten a couple of things at the store. I put in another small order and I was like, I need to get another box of Golden Grams. Did that, took them home. Next day, get in, and he has gotten into those as well. What? He's no like, way. I forgot how good they no. were. They're just so good, and they're just sitting there calling my name, and I had to have some more for breakfast. I'm like, why can you not leave the Golden Grams alone? Wow, Misty. Now, I am guilty of doing this, but it's because I didn't hear Becky. Or oh, he heard I didn't. me. <laughs> I didn't hear Becky. Mm. No, there are... All Okay, I'm just being real. I unfortunately have an issue with listening. And I know that I do. And I don't always pick up what's going on. He heard me. Yeah. He just decided to do what he wanted to do anyway. Wow. I had mm. these wonderful dessert bars planned out. Now, Misty, Where's I know your Dr. personality. Randy? Both Sally and I know who you are. <laughs> That's kind of brazen, don't you think, Sally? To, to, to know where Misty could go if this went... I mean... I don't think I would be that brave. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at. I think I, I would overcome my craving for Golden Grams. That's right. And uh, go for something else. You know... Uh, Jason's a brave man. Well, it, it does remind me, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> so, Jason... <laughs> so I gotta know you listening. Is, is this happen in your family? Is there that they just don't obey instructions? Just gonna eat. Just gonna eat whatever. It's there. It's gone. Several mixing bowls of golden grams later. Yeah. And okay. You, so either Jason needs to observe the happy wife thing, or Misty needs a better hiding place. Yes. Than golden grams. Where are you gonna put these? <laughs> You need to find a spot that he'll never look. I just think I'm not going to buy any more Golden Grams. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and I don't know if this oh, is telling, but my wife, Becky, has hiding places all over the house. Oh, my goodness. 
<laughs> you want to? <laughs> need you, to follow suit. Oh you want to chime in? Triple eight, triple eight, ninety nine, seventy six. Hey, I'm Darren with We Are Messengers, and if you didn't know, Family Life Radio is listener supported. By giving you help, people find hope and keep the station on the air. You're helping make possible a place that people can turn to for hope and truth. Thank you so much for supporting Family Life Radio. You can give safely and simply at myflr.org. Thank you for making hope possible. So, this is what's going on. It's kept you up to speed. Maybe you've purchased something and you've told loved ones in your family, don't eat this because it's going to be in a recipe. And by the way, I've heard this from my wife multiple times. And Misty's husband completely ignored it. Yes. Just ate it anyway. Yeah. Not, Not that once. he didn't hear me. Yeah, twice. I replaced, it was a box of Golden Grahams. I was going to make some little dessert bars. And I said, don't eat this. Dug into the first box. I replaced the box. He dug into the second box. He was like, they're just so good. I can't not do it. He just completely disregarded your request. <laughs> how rude. Offenses. Yeah. So we're wondering, how do you deal with this particular situation in your family? Do you have a family member that just ignores that? Do you have good hiding spots? What do you do? Triple eight, triple eight, ninety nine, seventy six. Ben is with us. Tell us. Yeah. So I just wanted to throw out the concept that uh, Misty now has to keep Golden Graham stocked at her house. <laughs> <laughs> I just buy more. I beg to differ. So, <laughs> so what you're saying, sir, is it? And I see where you're going with this. She just needs to buy more boxes at a time. Uh-huh. Yep. Just just order three or four boxes and just accept the fact that her husband loves Golden Grams and she loves her husband and that's just how it is. Oh. You know, I I like that this is... Now, are you married, sir? Happily married. I, mm. I like that this is coming from a husband's point of yes. view. Yes. Mm-hmm. You should have just bought more. <laughs> just, just give in to his cravings. Exactly. Although, you know, what you're talking about, sir, really is a... Nice Christian way to go about it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. true. You should just be buying more mm-hmm. for him. And yeah. yeah. Except the things we cannot change. <laughs> but we love to know, what is your good news? Give us a call at 888-888-9976. All right, Haley, tell us what happened. Me and my kids were in a car accident. It was a head-on. I was going about 60. The other person was going about 75. Whoa, and that was head-on? <gasps> yeah. Me and my older son were in the front seat. It was hard enough to where the engine started coming through like the dashboard. And then I had three of my other three kids in the back seat. So during this whole process, I mean, like, obviously it was terrifying, but I had this, like, peace over me. And sorry. <laughs> And it was at a point in my life when I had turned away from God because I was angry, you know. And so through that whole entire time, it was this like immense peace. Like I was not screaming. I was not crying. I was not hysterical. Um, Even people were like, are you okay? Like, you know, I've never seen somebody so calm. I'm like, everything's going to be okay. I don't know how I know. I got broken ribs. My son had burned his neck and arm and broke his other arm. My little baby, who was two, he only got bruising from the straps of the car seat, which was a miracle. Wow. And then my two other kids had broken spines. Oh, wow. One of them was operated on and had to have some of his intestines removed. Mm. It was tough, but my daughter is now in dance. 
Um, wow. My son plays sports, so it was not because of anything I did, but because of God that we're all here and completely mm. healed. Mm-hmm. Oh. So. Amen. So I'm just curious. You said you weren't doing well with God at that point. Did this bring you back to him? After that, I went to church. I started serving in different ministries, the children's ministry, the youth. It it really did bring me back because it was just a reminder from God saying that he was still there. Mm. Mm. Wow. You know, maybe that's you. You've gone through something traumatic. It doesn't mean that bad things don't happen, but God is there with you through it. Do you have an example of that in your life? We'd love to hear your story. Hey, call us right now. 888-888-9976. You buy food, you bring it home, you have a plan for it, but the family eats it first before you have an opportunity to make that recipe. What happened to Misty Jordan? (laughs) Had some golden grams, was going to make some dessert bars, told my husband, don't touch these. And he ate them. He ate them. (laughs) They just just look so good. And then when I replaced them, he ate those too. So just had to have golden graham cereal. Yes. He'll never know how delicious those bars are are, because they'll never get made. They'll never get made, yeah. This is the funniest thing, though. We presented this on the air. All of the men that are listening that called in basically just said, you just need to buy more. (laughs) That way... He's got his cereal to munch on, and then you can make, you know. But we haven't had a female perspective yet, and so we finally have someone. Jen is with us. Now tell us what you think. So my kids hate me because I have two fridges, one that's in the house and one that's in the garage. And the one that's in the garage, I lock. (gasps) Oh. (laughs) Because my children, and my husband included, will get things and I'll buy for a week at a time and then they'll eat them. (laughs) And so if I put it in the locked fridge, they know they're not allowed to touch it. Wow. Okay. Way to go, Mom. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a pain. But then the the goodies and the snacks, I have a snack drawer in my bedroom (laughs) to keep everybody out of. And I have a drawer in the fridge in the house that says stay out. Oh, the stay out drawer. Interesting. (laughs) So, Misty, what it sounds like is you need to get a locker or yeah. <laughs> no, some a sort padlock. of a, a pad. <laughs> I'm picturing like this big metal chain around her refrigerator with a lock yep. on it. And wear the key so he cannot get it. There it has go. to be on my person. Exactly. I like that. And, and the key is usually on me for that fridge. Oh, okay. All right. This is hardcore food protection at its <laughs> finest. <laughs> well, three teenagers. This That's takes true. the phrase over my dead body to a whole new level. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this has happened to you. You have a sense of dread for no reason at all. It's Kankle mm. Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. Now, this happened to my wife talking to Becky, and she said, I just have this sense of dread. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't know that something bad is going to happen. I'm like, really? You don't know what it's about? No, I don't. I have no. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. And that was a couple of days ago. Nothing's happened. But she has this overwhelming feeling that something's going to go down, and we're trying to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's so many things going on in this world that can affect the way we we see this world. True. And I think. Recently, it's been especially difficult 
Um, for me, I've had moments that my poor husband has come through where I called it the chicken little syndrome where I don't know why. I just felt like the whole world was going to crash down on me and um, it was a really difficult place. How have you handled it as a husband? Well, I'm just saying, well, let's pray about this, you know, of course. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, it had nothing's happened yet. And so my question is this. Mm-hmm. If that's happened to you, what do you do? Is it something you should be alarmed about? Is it mm-hmm. something you dismiss? Is it something, is that God talking to you? But I don't feel like God talks to us in a negative space. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that we are given discernment and then sometimes the enemy latches on to that discernment and does something really negative with it and pulls it into mm. that anxious space. Sure. And and just twists it and distorts it until we get to that place where there's that dread and that fear and that anxiety. Well, we definitely know God doesn't want you to be anxious. Yes. He doesn't want you to worry. Mm-hmm. So what do you do with that? Yeah. How do you... <laughs> I wish you I know? had the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I do either. Yeah. But yeah. I'd love to know if you're listening right now, what do you do with that? Is it something to pay attention to? Is it, it has... Oh, let me ask you this. Has that happened and then something did happen? You got that sense of dread and then something mm-hmm. does go down. And is it something we should pay attention to? I don't know, but you're right. There's a or, or lot of things, Sally, in this, in this world that yeah. make us feel that way. But Right. What is that dividing moment I think you're relating to? And Misty, you've talked about dealing with depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that's ultimately the, the question is... When when is it more than just a honey? It's going to be okay, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. want to dismiss this. Neither one of us do. But then again, I just don't know how to handle that. That's interesting thought. It is. is. If that's happened to you, where did you go with that? What did God do with it? Love to get your take on this. Triple eight, triple eight, ninety nine, seventy six. Because who knows? This could just turn out to be nothing. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. That would be good. Yeah, <laughs> but love to get your take. I've got joy down in my soul. I'm gonna let. Hey, think about what is bringing you joy and then call us at 888-888-9976. Deb is with us. Tell us what's going on. Well, I normally don't share, but I need to share my story. All right. So I moved in November of last year. God moved me 1,200 miles away from everything to Lubbock, Texas. So where was everything? Kansas City. Okay. So what made you want to move from Kansas City to Lubbock in the first place? I was homeless for two years, moving around from place to place, bed to bed, job to job, and I just was struggling to find my ground. My best friend had been by my side through everything, saw my struggles, cried with me every day, and she messaged me one day and said, hey, I've been talking to Bobby, which was her husband, and she said, Bobby wants you to move out in here with us. Oh, what mm. nice people. That is sweet. Yeah. I said, okay, will there be any rent? She goes, oh, no, ma'am. We're going to put you in a room. We'll take care of your food, your, your clothing, your, your hygiene, all that, until you can get on your feet. That is wow. awesome. And they did. They did just that. And then when I got my apartment, she supplied everything, a TV, a bed, dishes, food, everything. So he moved me from Kansas City to Lubbock to live with my best friend. By the grace of God, God provided me an apartment. In March, I started a new job, and then... A month ago, they offered me full-time management. Hey! Uh-huh. That's well, awesome. Really two months of being in the company. Man! Well, that's cool. And for me, that's just because God has done all of that since I left my home 
loved everything I owned and trusted him in faith. Wow, what a life change. So we got to know, what is your joy report? What's bringing you joy today? Give us a call right now. 888-888-9976. You get this feeling of dread that something bad is about to happen. And then what do you do about that? It's Kankle Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. Having a conversation with our wife, Becky. And she just kind of revealed, man, I feel like this feeling of dread. I don't know what's going to happen. The funny thing is, is it wasn't specific to a specific scenario or case or yeah. issue, just a feeling, you know? And then what do you do with that? And, we, you know, we prayed about it. But I'm just curious, if that ever happens to you, what do you do about it? Kathy is with us. How about yourself? Well, I, I sometimes, like, get this feeling, like, it's going to sound weird, but it's like I'm in a cloud kind of thing, like in a fog. Uh-huh. And I just mm. get this feeling that it overcomes me, like, something's going to happen. I don't know to whom or when or where or how. It's just I get a feeling and I look at my husband I'm like, Jerry, something's going to happen. We sit down and we pray about it and we say, well, we don't know who this is for or if it's good or bad, but we pray that they come out with your help and your blessing. Well, that's good. Just curious, after you have this sense down the road, does any of it come to pass? It does sometimes with us and sometimes with family members. Sometimes nothing happens. Well, you know, maybe that's why in the Bible we have intercessory prayer, which if you don't know what that means, you're listening right away. What big, big word. Basically, you're just praying in for someone else in their place to God. You're interceding on their behalf. Yes. But you know what? We don't do that very often, so maybe that's what we're supposed to do right there and then. Okay, maybe this dread, mm-hmm. maybe this has to do with somebody else, God. I pray for them or whatever the situation mm-hmm. is and... You intercede on their behalf. Right. Well, thank you so much for sharing. No problem. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Instagram where you can share your good news or joy report. Just look for and like FLR Mornings. Thanks for listening to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast. We would appreciate it so much if you could rate, review, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. You can also find more exclusive content at myflr.org and FLR Mornings on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you support Family Life Radio, thank you.